think I should play Beat Saber, but yeah, I don't know. It's fun. It seems very fun, but it's like the whole. It's DDR. It's DDR, but like getting like the thing out, and I gotta put. I have to swap. I don't even know how. Well, can I ask you a question? Because you're tall. I am tall. If you put your hands up, will you hit the ceiling? Yes. There's a problem. Problem playing super hot. I'm like that might be problematic with Beat Saber. You're gonna hurt your hands. Yeah, like I was always thinking, I was just like boom. <laughs> I just said <laughs> that would be the sound that it makes. Because um, but it's gonna, gonna like it's just, just gonna do that. You're gonna come down bum, 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 bum. covered in ceiling tile. the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 137. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magaroy. Joining me today, two persnickety partners who do not enjoy chopping up adorable stuffed animals. Dave Grimmel. <laughs> That's me. It's a clone. I, for one, love that scene. And love it. The it's thing your you're favorite? about to talk about. Just chop, chop, chop. Just, chop just, them up. You know, you kill what is dead to you, Mark. No mm. sentimentality. There's no room for it. Is there? No, none. None especially, whatsoever. Especially in a little game that you like to call. Oh, it takes two. Yeah. I was under, you set me up. I'm like, did you have a different setup for, for that? Because I definitely. <laughs> I was thinking of if I was gonna cut there. up a stuffed animal, how would I do it? Would I try going torso or limbs? But I was getting a little dark with it. I don't like thinking about that because I have a childhood <laughs> teddy bear here. If anything happened to him, I you would have lose a childhood it. teddy bear. Yep, he's in the apartment. What's his name? Sleepyhead. <laughs> don't laugh dude this is literally like the first thing i ever cared about in my life please don't laugh at it mark you gotta stop i mean it's it's a great name for this you should see him he's a sleepy bum he's got his hat on he looks like he he looks tired you i bet he he's is a tired. teddy bear in pajamas and he's half awake he's been through a lot in his life no he's just tired, tired. He just sleep it's just it's adorable that's all it's pretty cute it's, it's, i know don't you Patronize me, Mark Magro. I wasn't patronizing you. I was just, I wasn't ready for how good that name was going to be. Uh, uh, Caught uh, me uh, off guard. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, but yeah, so we're going to about, talk about It Takes Two. Uh, but before that, I have a, I have a, a statement. All right. I want to. There's a lot of buildup around this. You have to understand. This well, because. Uh, for us, anyway, the, listener. The, the, yeah. We're pulling back the curtain. We text. And then sometimes <laughs> we'll get into something and we're like, this is a good podcast. Let's stop talking about this. Pod and save it for con? the con. Pod, conversation. I know. I just never heard you do that one before. Podcon. Usually, I'm all it's like, a, "This is the sanctity oh. of the pod," and we start talking about the game too much. Oh yes, sanctity but the podcon. Never thought about. I didn't, so, remind me, what what was the podcon? <laughs> yeah, please. The podcon was well. It wasn't exactly this, but I think this is maybe a way to to frame it. All Great. right. Statement. In ten years, we'll look back at video game movies and shows just like we do right now, comic book movies. True or false? In 10 years. So you're saying that in 10 years you're we'll saying, look like, back at Iron Man 1. The way we look at, the way we view Iron Man 1 is the way we will view um, some, I don't know. The Last of Us, the show. Yeah. that We will then, in 10 years, in 2031, we will look at those two media, mm-hmm. like comic books and video games in terms of media, like movies and shows, on the same level. False. False. Dave says false. Why? Because these comic book movies have a plethora of backstory to pick from. Um, we're talking about decades of, of things to pull from. Mm. 
even if you take a long running series, how much do you really have to pull from? And how well, is that going to compare to the game? I think that is always the question. It's like, do you do the game or do you do so, the something in the world of the game? I think to me, they're like leading up to Iron Man one. There were so many false starts for cinema's version of Marvel and DC and superheroes like cinema didn't respect superhero movies until like Spider-Man happened. You know what I mean? Like maybe the Superman movies, but nothing beyond that. X-Men mm-hmm. was good. We were starting to see it, but it wasn't like anything like everybody unanimously didn't matter what you liked. Iron Man was a I good think one. X-Men was that movie. X-Men was that X-Men like, X-Men was oh, up there too, but good. Iron Man also really, like they were like, wow, okay. Uh-huh. F- what is the top grossing current video game movie? Do we know? I can Google oh, it. Video game uh, is oh, it going to be Resident Evil? One of the Resident Evil I was going to say, Resident Evil, if, if it those. is Resident Evil, I was going to point out, because that fits in the category of what Dan said. Warcraft. A game. All right. Warcraft made a ton I went to see overseas. that in theaters. But Ugh. I'm saying it was good. that if it was Resident Evil, I was going to say that's a video game and movie that happens in the world of a video game. Because Alice... Yeah. It's like she's not a character, you know what I mean? No, no she's that like was, they, they literally the just took the zombies and the enemies and they they gave you like one of the secret characters that doesn't exist in Resident Evil and they're like, here you go, there's a movie about and, her. And it's funny because now as that trailers come out, I remember watching that first Resident Evil in the theaters. So it's like, what is this? Why can't they? Shouldn't they just? They should have just done Resident Evil One. Why not do that? And now they're doing it, and I'm like, they're doing yeah, Resident Evil One so and Two and Three. It looks like yeah, it's like they're kind of cramming them all together. Um, but I'm like, eh. I don't know. So, top down is Detective Pikachu, Tomb Raider. Detective Pikachu, another thing in the world of Pokemon. Right. Yeah. Um, Anger Bird movie is the third on this list. This is from 2019. So, so you guys, so Dan, I would, it's fair to say you are also skeptical of this. I'm not skeptical. I just, I think it's a different gravitas that we're talking about. Like, there is such a lead up. And like Dave said, there's a lot of story to pull from. Um, in the comics universe and I don't think there's not a lot of story to pull from video games but The Last of Us we've seen some behind the scenes stuff and we already know what that story is going to be mm-hmm. yeah like that seems like it's going to fall I feel like, also, like you take something like um, the Infinity War mm-hmm. like see, comic series like how if you were to have all those comics back to back and read them it's a lot It, but and, like, it's still going to take you less time mm-hmm. than, like, watching the movie. Yes. Like, all, you mean, like, you know all what of I mean? the like, phase one through like, three movies. I'm just saying, like, when you're developing pictures and text and then turning them into mo- a movie as a medium, you're stretching you're stretching that. Like, you're taking um, imagery and whatever and you're, you're, you're embellishing. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when you're taking something that's long form already like a video game now you're condensing it to make it a movie yeah there, there's mm. this the, to me there's this relationship that you the actor and the writers can all build between like the unhuman represented versions of a character and then like you know robert Downey jr is like oh iron man i i can make this happen but there's this baseline with joel and ellie they already have their own characteristics their own human like behavior the way they sound, the way they look, the way they act, sort of already, there's already a baseline out there. Like, Tony Stark could have sounded like anything. And I don't know why mm. Iron Man and, and Robert Downey Jr. is my, my biggest hinge here. 
but I feel like now that I've heard and seen Robert Downey Jr. do it, that's like the voice I hear when I read Iron Man comics. And I think I'm going to have a hard time unlearning Joel and then putting Pedro Pascal in that role and seeing him become Joel without him having to sound like the Joel voice actor. And, and Troy Baker? On, on that topic, yes. this is a sneaky fear of mine. <laughs> I like video I re- games. You know how in the Spider-Man game they swapped in uh, what's his butt? Um, that's another it? yeah how much how disappointed I'm, would you be if when they do the last of us pedro remake pascal. it's pedro pascal as supposed to troy baker would i would be, be like ah! no i wouldn't that's, that's the thing sad. would you be surprised if they i don't think they i don't think i would be surprised either this is just like how <laughs> you know what what's funny is uh, how analog how analogous that is to like when you see a book in a bookstore and it has the movie like Cover, cover. That's not. That's yeah. not right. No, that's not. What happened with me with Harry Potter was I read like the first and second book before the movies, mm-hmm. and after I saw Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter and all that, that was it. I couldn't. Right. That was. Uh, yeah. Well, and I think for for books, to be fair, it's like that is a non-visual medium, so now you'll be able to apply the visual yeah. medium well, to it. What, yeah. I was just thinking because this, we're obviously you know, why we started this conversation, you know, what do we have? There was video game movies forever. They always, the reputation has always been, they stink. They're not good. Although I like uh, Silent Hill. I will say. I'll, I enjoyed the Mortal Kombat movies. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> first one wasn't bad. Well, you the know first what it is? That, back then, the campy video game movie crushed it. Street Fighter, hilarious. Not necessarily hilarious. that serious, but that That's not said, a good movie. The Street Fighter movie is bad. Raw Ghoulia. Julia or all yeah, Julia. Julia. That was the he, last movie he, he was, was ever in. Is that sad? Yes. But it's not sad because he did that role. He was like, he knew he was dying too, I think. And he was like, I'm going to make this good for my kids because they love right, Street right. Fighter. And, well, wait, before sorry, we get out of this tangent. Is, I don't the like point. your chapters, Mark. <laughs> well, so they've always kind of been bad. Kylie Minogue was canny. Kylie Minogue, she was <laughs> She was. And I think enough. for comic book movies, they were kind of, they had that stage with them too where they were not good. And then they got good. Mm-hmm. With video games, we've had the Castlevania Netflix show that got renewed for I think two or more seasons. Yeah, that, that people like that. They have The Witcher, which is now a, a successful series. They've they're started doing that again. It's they're up to season two. Um, Uncharted. It's probably not going to be great, but the trailer. I think the the general consensus on Twitter was it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be. It actually looked decent. And we know there's the last of a show coming. We know Sony's putting all the money in. Like, there's going to be a Horizon movie or show. There's going to be a Ghost of Tsushima. <sighs> I'm sure there's Microsoft is, has a Halo thing in the works too, probably. As they well. were supposed to make a Halo TV show. So I know. Long I, I can't even keep track of Mother it. Your like, Solid movie has been in the works since we were in high school. Like, and that's yeah. a long time ago for those of you who wanted to age us any further. We're, we're ancient. And they've oh, we've been talking about that movie forever. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like, though. Video games themselves are now way bigger than they've ever been. Absolutely, we see it They're, with all the investments, all this consolidation. Since there's money to be made here. 2016, maybe even earlier, mainstream has not even been questioned. Fortnite was like the nail in any kind of coffin. I would consider the mainstream prior to that, but they've also been in my life since the 90s, so it's like you know, I can't not see them. But yeah, I think we're whatever is more mainstream than mainstream is where we're at now. Wait, like, I missed what. What's been in your life since the 90s? Video games. Oh. So, like, oh. I've always thought they were, like, oh. the thing to do. Like, all my friends. I was like, I don't remember video games not being. I Like, I grew up, there was yeah. an Atari 2600 in my house. Like, I didn't have an Atari. 
I, yeah. the first uh, console I had was Nintendo. I went to Dave's house to play that. It's all right. Yeah, I, I didn't what have is my, my this, family. This thing. I think we might have had one, but I know the Nintendo first, so it might have been even '87. Mm. I don't even know. I was two, maybe. Okay, mm. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I was going at that point in that I see a trajectory, whether it pans out or not. But there's definitely the investments that we're gonna get a ton. Sure. And I just wonder, you know, because the other thing about the Marvel movies, especially, is how it's exciting how they all interlock with each other mm-hmm. that all these characters appear in other things and there's cameos and stuff like that. Like video games are not going to be able to do that. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Like I do think in 10 years, well, I don't think it's going to be the same. I do think the stigma of, Oh, it's based on a video game. is probably not going to be good. I don't think that's going to be there anymore. And I do think we're going to kind of see them as well. It depends. We'll wait and see. Like there's going to be, yeah. We've already seen it now. Witcher in Castlevania, the reputation of them is good. I don't know how Uncharted is going to turn out, but I think the tide is starting to turn to the point where it's not immediately we write this stuff off. No, it's it's, and I feel like a boomer when I talk like this. But there's, I I got what I wanted from The Last of Us, the game. Mm-hmm. I can't see that. I don't want to see. Why can't another, they just leave it alone? That's how it sounds <laughs> in my head. But I I feel like my outlook and the way I justify it is that I. If I want The Last of Us, I know where to go. And if I want to re-explore that world, I know where to go. I don't necessarily, and this I've said this before, I, I feel like I don't. You're, you're serving me. Like it's almost like you go to see your favorite band. They play an encore. They played your favorite song. They crushed it, and they're all gone. Mm-hmm. But then they come out for like three more encores, and it's not even them, but it's their best cover band, and they're all so good. But I'm like, this is great. I'm good. Like, but <laughs> I just got my fill of that. But what's what's worse? Uh-uh. Video game movies or m- movie video games? Well, that's oh. also shifting. Oh, <laughs> I also, yeah. I mean, I know. Well, see, like, it's even harder. They to, took like, the Guardians of the Galaxy game. I was going to say. It into a movie game. They actually just made it based on the comics, but they sort of gave it the movie's flair. And apparently, it's whatever. Apparently, they great. Did, it's good. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't know. to your that's question, tough. Dave, those have a great history as well. <laughs> But the other thing I also think of is like I wonder because who's the audience for these things? That's because whatever that movie too. turns into, because you know what I say it's like, well, I got my fill of Uncharted, why would I go see the movie? I think there is the just the eh, let me just see what they did to it. Because yeah. you have the That's what we of would it. have. Right. Right. But I think the other flip side of it is just the people who don't because you know, video games are they take right. skill to them. Mm-hmm. The people who Oh, that looks cool, but I can never wrap my head around how to play a, a, a third-person shooter because right. I've never played video games. Now we have a way to like get money from you. Right. The audience for those things would be people who are not necessarily are going to play those video games, but then it does the things where what everybody wants to do is you make it into a brand. Right. And I now think, I, I guess it's, it's probably for like people who want to share their interests with other people who don't play video games. It might even right. be more broad than that. Like my mom's boyfriend, I think he watched The Walking Dead for a couple of seasons. Do you think he read the comic? No, not nothing. No. I don't think he's incapable of doing so, but it just wasn't on his radar. So I think it's specifically for people like him who like TV. And yeah, I think that we're not the crowd in a sense. Like they are, they've already got us. They've got our money with the games. They're gonna always get our money with the games as long as we like the games and stuff. So like that's the whole other crowd. Like Annie might be more inclined to watch The Last of Us show than she would be to play the game. Even though I would love to sit with her and play it, she probably wouldn't even want to see it because it's... Some people think video games are too in it. Like, I don't... Like, oh, you could lose and die. Like, it's... The the variables are there. Like, I just want you to take me through it. Don't put any variables. Like, just what's going to happen in the story. 
Um, so she might, I'll bet you she'll turn to me like, oh, I watched The Last of Us show. Pretty good. And I'll be like, do you want to play the game? There's <laughs> so many things here to enjoy that story. But it, her preferred method of storytelling is not gaming. So, yeah. Right. And I, I think this comes back to that idea of just this is building brands. Mm-hmm. And that's what you always want to do because then if you can get the game, you can get the TV show, you can get the spinoff novels, you can get the, you know, every way. Spaceballs lunchbox. Spaceballs Space flamethrower. the flamethrower. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like things with just as much money you can make on an idea. But then this is what we're seeing really is this branching out of how do we reach people who don't necessarily play video games right. with these brands versus or even, you know, even if you can siphon, you know, 5% of the people who go see Uncharted would never play the game, but now we'll go play the right. game. Like, just kind of building those mm-hmm. things. So and the film critics yeah. will pretty much decide, and the TV critics. Like, it's out of our hands. There's no more, you know, angry Joe Gamer um, talking about the show. Like, he'll have that outlook, but there's also going to be, like, Rolling Stones critics talking about it in a very objective, not video game-related way. Like, you don't need to know the source material to now look at it and say this is a good TV show, a good right. game, or a good movie, or whatever. So that'll be interesting too. Is like that's just a whole other crowd of people who just are going to enjoy it. So we're on the outskirts. So we'll see. We're just, we'll say thumbs up, thumbs down. Do we want to watch Uncharted together? I feel like we have to. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I have to as a journalist, and I feel like we have as to a as journalist. Friends. I would love to make a video about that movie. I mean, it's so fun. Why not? You could do the clips. Uncharted. Like, Today we're going to talk about how Uncharted stinks. Like, comment, subscribe. As for, as for, I mean, I remember Tom Holly like, sandbagged the movie in an interview. He's like... Well, he didn't... Uh, he wasn't into it. Well, this but. is kind of like with Chris Pratt, too. Like, he's playing Mario. It's fine. He's playing... Who is he playing? Chris Pratt officially... Oh, it's um, Garfield? I Garfield. But I can't, tell what's the, I can't tell what's the jokes anymore. What's the real one? No, what Garfield's the, the one he's playing. But, <laughs> but he's just that actor where it's like, Chris Pratt's so hot right now. Let's give him yeah. roles. And he'll do fine. I'm not again. There's do no we, worrying. Do we? Has he taken a heel turn? Do we not like Chris Brown anymore? I think he just said today some weird stuff on the internet about he offhanded said some weird stuff about his son on the his internet. Son? Yeah, like what did he say he, about he, his he son? Divor- <laughs> he used to be married to Anna Paquin. I'm right. Ready for the TMZ Anna portion. Ferris. Thank you, Anna Paquin. Anna I love her. I, I didn't know Anna who Anna you Paquin meant though. So I was much. like, she's so oh, cool. Anna Paquin Anna from Ferris. Scary Movie. She's married to. <laughs> <laughs> Mark and I. <laughs> I was there. I knew well, the person. It's like they hear the. the rah, rah. I'm like, no, Anna you know exactly. Paquin. It's fun. Anna Paquin is Anna, the, uh, the, the ro- goose. Anna Paquin is rogue. Yes. Anna Paris is scary movie. Wait, what's the goose movie where she flies with the geese? Fly away home. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> on, I'm, just, I'm unfamiliar with this movie. I'm gonna just go ahead I and say you're on your own of this one. Anyway, he said some weird stuff on. He said, "I love my wife." He got a new wife now and has a daughter with her. My way. And he talked all about how great she is. And he literally said, I think his son, his son has a condition. And oh. he, he literally said, she gave me a gorgeous, healthy daughter. And I guess that's a fine statement. But I guess it could also be misconstrued. Oh, so. he like left out the ki- the son? He, well, no, he was talking he about his new wife and his Anna daughter Farrah. with her. Because oh. he has a kid with both of them. And well, because I saw that post. That post was really. We should have got it. <laughs> no, it's. Anyway, this is more about his wife. It, it's. It's not that I'm disliking Chris Pratt, but there's definitely an intimate <sighs> conversation about him that is teetering he, on. Let's not everyone, like him anymore. Everyone's got to dissect every word. It's hard. Right? It is it's hard. hard. But on the other it's, hand, it's hard being Chris Pratt. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard being Mario. Let's give him a hard time. 
It's he's going to hear this and be like, guys, dinosaur machines, give me a break. God. <laughs> Shut us out. Of, and we like recede. And like granted, what we said wasn't even that bad, but I. Yeah, Calm so down, Johnny Karate. <laughs> it's probably better or maybe not as good as the main topic game. It takes two. Masterful. <laughs> Daniel Colonna. You know who's got Firefox window open? <laughs> don't even don't even think about telling me I'm not doing the bare minimum and I want a reward. Um, embark on the craziest journey of your life, and it takes two. Invite a friend to join for free with a friend's pass and work together across a huge variety of gleefully disruptive gameplay challenges. This game has been overwhelmingly positively reviewed all the time, and recently it came out on March 26, 2021, developed by Hazelight and published by EA, who... I dare say, have hoisted themselves out of gaming hot water. They're now a little better they, than Activision as far as... Oh, I think they're way better, but did you see that quote from their CEO today? Oh, just like oh I don't went, want to talk about block, it. With the blockchain? So did, they, did they talk about some, health, some games being healthier than other ones? No. They were just like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at this beautiful game they gave me. No, they their CEO said things to the but, the tune of the future of video games is like NFTs and blockchain. And it's, it's literally like, because all the people at the top of that company are probably blockchain bros and NFT bros, and they're like, "This is making us so much money?" Question mark. And then they just, just burn the rainforest faster. Whatever, it's fine. Well, anyways, games popular uses defined text for this product are co-op, adventure, puzzle. And two hidden tags. One of them is two words. So you've got a two-word uh, tag and a one-word tag. Uh, romance. And? Dirty magnet. Ew. Oh, oh it is a dirty <laughs> magnet. This is a totally correct tag. It's it split screen because that's there. a genre. And action. Um, action. But Dave, um, I've been uncouth. In, is it in... technically split screen if it's on two different screens? Yes. No, because if, we, if we're sitting together, it's split. Can you, oh, it's, you can play. You can play solo. Like yeah, like you, you can, can play, play couch? on the same computer. Except, well, I guess the same computer. Well, <laughs> you can, you can play local, couch yeah. co-op. Local co-op. But it, it's no. It's gotta. Be, it's always split screen. There's never a scenario where it's not split screen. It's always split screen. But he's saying if it's split screen across the internet, does it lose its split screenness? And I don't think that's true. No. Oh, it's, it's always split screen, screen anyway because yeah, it, it shows it shows yeah. both perspectives yeah. at the same Which time. Which I have yeah. a, I have a statement about that, but I before I continue, Dave, I, I just read from a card. If that, it sounded like an advertisement mm. for the game, by the way. This is oh, one of my least cards favorite. in your apartment. You just what have tons of cards. Tons of index cards about my fraudulent reading career. What? Tell us, Dave. Tell us what. Oh yes. Takes two oh, really. Of course. Is. It takes two as a cooperative puzzle adventure platformer. The two players take control of two estranged parents of a little girl whose magic tears has turned them into little dolls. You must collaborate to dig through the muck of their relationship and discover what brought the two of you to this imminent divorce. The adventure takes the couple through the yard to deal with abandoned projects, in the daughter's bedroom to play and defeat her toys, as well as in the attic to uncover other lost motives and memories. Most areas introduce new game mechanics in order to introduce some spice into the relationship. If this sounds like fun, (laughs) gather gather your partner and go through this journey to see if you uh, if to see if you have it in you to stick it out to the end. Rated M for magnet. 
Yeah, Do we really have to talk about the magnet? I don't know if we no, can. No, we're done. Magnet, we're done. The, 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 just, I'm sure that listener, when you get to the magnet, that's what they say about the magnet. When you get to the yeah, magnet, <laughs> look for a wordplay joke. All I think we can, can say at this point. The, all I'll say is the magnet. It, it will come again. It's a great ex- example. This, this it's a great example of when you think you see something and you question, was that intentional? You have to it remind was. yourself that if you saw it, it was. it was intentional. It was intentional. Right. <laughs> well. So we, Dan and I played this game with Dave. Uh, I was, I was merely a, a voyeur. Dave was the third <laughs> wheel in our 20 hour long argument as clay dolls. Wasn't that long. Are you kidding? But it was pretty long. It was fairly long. It felt like. <laughs> but so let's start with the co-opness of it. That this is a, uh, a game in a studio really that has, this is what they do. They make co-op games, specifically two people, split screen experience. Um, as Dave kind of outlined, they're working in tons of mechanics. I guess we would call this a puzzle platformer, if anything. Yeah. But the gameplay really, really varies as it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Dave, I know, like, physically you didn't play it, but you've seen every second of this game. Yeah. It looked like you guys were having fun. <laughs> so, but but I actually, maybe then I'll start with you, Dan. Then would you kind of agree that going through all this gameplay, did you feel like the, all the times it kept changing it kept it fresh or did you ever get annoyed to certain points? Like, you know, literally like, I, I can't get comfortable with anything. They keep changing what I'm supposed to be doing. No, I, the game itself doesn't change that harshly, you know? Um, mm-hmm. It's almost like monster hunter where the core game is the same, but you can change it up with different weapons. So you essentially have like 30 ways to play because there's that many weapons in monster hunter. So it was like that, baseline was there but the variety kept going back and forth to these things and you and i kept getting different roles and i liked i liked the variety i liked that um mainly because it, it like i said there was still this baseline of control comfort like their platforming doesn't change too much the grappling hook does stay after you mm. get it the first time i guess that's something yeah um but i mean that's not as main of a gameplay mechanic as a you know space boots that make you walk on the wall right so so things changed i think at a comfortable enough pace how about you yeah i i agree and i was just that was the always thing that kind of just really impressed me is that Mm -hmm. it really felt like they sat down and just sticky notes what are co-op things that players can do together and they came up with ten thousand. they're like all right let's fit as many of these as we can into a game because you're right there are other things that kind of stick and it it always is kind of straightforward okay what am i doing controlling a double jump and there's a dash and all those things but I, I was just so impressed how time again and again and again, we were, you know, for I think roughly I would say this game is what, 12 to 14? I, I, the We can check our PlayStations later, but we clocked, oh, yeah. it clocked 12 hours on how long to beat. Were yeah, it's just... ever jealous of the other person's mechanic? Yeah, I wanted that, I wanted that, Dave, Mark had a, the shield, the shield tam, uh, symbol. Oh, at the end. The ah, music, honestly, the I, didn't, I always was like... Yeah, I mean, there was always, like, I uh, wonder what it's like doing that part of this puzzle. Yeah. Like, I remember specifically when we were in the ice part, and we had mm-hmm. I had to shoot the things on the walls, and you had to jump on them. I was like, oh, this seems I And I hard. remember thinking, how is Mark doing this? Because it looked like something that would be happening in the game. Like, that's how substantial right. those things were, those mines you were shooting at me. And yeah. it, was, it was a little insane at certain times in that way. Like, it was just pretty cool and, and right. you know, smart. But but I even think that that was just what's because really and I I listened to an interview with Joseph Ferris. He it was on um, was a Game Maker's Notebook, good podcast. If you want oh, to listen to it, cool. Um, 
And he was always... He actually hates when people talk about replayability. Okay. Um, he, he is uh, such a believer in, like, you create a tight experience and you want to create unique mechanics in that so that it's not about playing the same things over and over again. It's just about creating that experience as you go through it. And then moving yeah. on. And, yeah, and then kind of moving on to it as long as it made that kind of emotional resonance to it. But I think that is one kind of element to it that if you really did play through it and you're like, I want to play through this again you could just do that role swap and then suddenly, although you know all the different yeah. areas and things like that, like mm. what you're doing in a, a large portion of the things would be different. Yeah. But just kind of going to the, the mecha- like some things I just wanted to mention. So there's like the plane seat. There's a plane sequence where you're flying a plane. Mm-hmm. There's a fighting game sequence where suddenly, you, you know, it's like a 2d fighter. Um, there was like a Diablo style sequence where we were like an isometric yeah. dungeon. That was, the, that was the point that I was like, I was jealous to not be playing a little. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this, yeah. looks like this looks like fun. And I thought it was super interesting that, and he mentioned this in the interview, how like the plane sequence where they're doing the 2D fighter, he was saying that like, you know, the game was in development for like three, four years. It took like eight months to do that one, one section, the little fighting thing. Mm. And a question always came up about, well, why are we putting so much time and effort into something that is only going to happen once in the game and then it's done. Mm. And what I thought was interesting and it, it kind of painted a lot of how I felt all the sequences were. He said, because Joseph Ferris was a movie director first Mm -hmm. in Sweden. He was kind of, that was his reputation. And Mm -hmm. the way he explained it was, you know, if you have a really, really, you put a lot of budget into a really, really cool scene and it's really awesome. You wouldn't repeat the scene later on because it, it lessens how impactful that first time was. And that's how he kind of equated all the other things. Like he had no problems putting all this time and effort to these little short, because even the Diablo thing, I think is probably the, or like even like the, the pirate ship thing, I don't know, five minutes of a 12 yeah. hour game. But that five, scene minutes. was very memorable. I can tell you exactly how it went. Like, yeah. Know. And it, it's just, it does make an impact. And I think it's totally the right approach. And it's, to it, it's absolutely true. If, if the whole, if you keep reusing that thing all over again, over and over again, it's going to get played out. It's going to, it's yeah. not going to be what it was. Yeah. I love, I love Jedi Fallen Order, but. If I had to slide down one more long slide vine slope, come on. I don't, is every <laughs> planet going to have a 45-degree angle death trap? I, I didn't understand why that kept being reused. And I remember thinking the first time, I'm like, this is pretty cool. And then the third time, I was like, okay, all right. Now for the slides. Yes. Yeah, right? Well, let me. But well, I know one thing that we kind of brought up a few times the how long this game is now we didn't play consistently <laughs> no, i'll say we, we played once every other week for about two showers a three-hour session was the longest we might have had and yeah, it's yeah. probably because we committed to doing something and then we were like we committed too soon we should have stopped and right that was it so we definitely didn't like if you sat if we lived together or we live closer we could spend more time with it during the week, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, so that I know we complained about it. it. Felt like the game was really long, but that was the always like I kept it back in my mind. I was like, I think if we played this more consistently, yeah. like if we, like I said, we were roommates and so we just mm-hmm. played together, like got to move probably, in together. That's it. Yeah. out in a week. Yeah, we could have knocked oh, it yeah. out in a week. Totally, almost as quickly as we beat the Quiet Man twice. <laughs> Nothing will ever beat. The I'll never man. get over the fact that we beat the Quiet <laughs> Man twice. <laughs> I mean, you guys said I went to bed because that oh. was insane. Um. Was it because the second time there was sound? Is that why? Yeah. yeah. We have to find out. We have to find out what, what everyone's saying. You hear the game's every... audio. What was he actually saying? Um, weird. So, <laughs> sorry. 
I think for uh, we go all kind of gameplay wise, really varied, very interesting. What I also appreciated was that the gameplay really does kind of marry itself with the story as we mm-hmm. kind of start talking about that. So not a really common main plot uh, storyline in terms of a divorce. We don't see many games just it's about a divorce between two people. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I was Cody. Dan, you were May. Mm-hmm. Um, the relationship now. Cody. Yeah. It's not like he said Cootie. Right? Cootie, like Cootie? he's a, like he's a dream that a preschool or, or like in a first grade talks about. Yeah. Never. Preschooler. But, what am I, what am I doing? <laughs> so, yeah. So as the story kicks off, you know, the whole premise is now you're trying to, at least according to Dr. Hakeem, the, uh, the book guy. The book. The book. Don't, the, book to love, re- Mark. the book yeah. of love, Mark. The book of love. Dr. Hakeem wrote the book of love. The book of love. The book of love. He... You know, his parents like, oh, we're going to just fix your relationship going through this. So while it's a co-op game, it is the under the guise of them kind of fixing the relationship. So a lot of sequences were working together to solve puzzles. But then there's all those the mini games where we're against each other, which I thought worked really well with the dynamic of the characters where we're trying to fix their relationship. But there is the tensions between them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll get this to you, Dave. Did you think the story in terms of a divorce and this repairing of the relationship and the relationship with the daughter did it land with you. Do you think this was kind of a good window dressing for the, what this game was, or did it feel like this is more of an excuse? How do, what is the reason for They're going to put the player through all these things. Oh, maybe it's a couple. I think I thought that was fair. You know, mm-hmm. I guess it, it, just as good as any other plot. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> just as good as any other plot. I mean, like, how often is a plot, like, so groundbreaking that you're like, oh, my God. Especially, like... Yeah, I mean, the lake of games like Last of Us 2. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is this is fine. This is a good subject. I, in fact, how often do we even get a, uh, an opportunity to explore this area in a game? Right. Yeah. That's what and I, I think, like about it. And there's two... Like, there's definitely that. And I, I actually... Re- the biggest thing when I think about it, I really appreciated what they did with it, where mm-hmm. it wasn't... Because you think of what would be the most kind of... Not that it's impossible, but like... What would be the most stock kind of cliche thing? It's like, okay, they hate each other... And then they fall in love together throughout the whole thing. And I really appreciated that that's not what they did with it. That it really For a long was... time, they were kind of working together to make sure this divorce goes through. Yes. Yeah, it and was then... like, we gotta get through this together so we can never speak to each other again. was like the tone. We, we gotta uh, make our daughter cry. Let's do it. Right. They yeah. bonded over breaking up, making their daughter cry, killing... One of her favorite toys. I think twice she did. Yeah, they bonded over some of the worst things. Moon Which, baboon. Moon baboon. <laughs> yeah, so like there are all these personal like touches. That, and actually with, with the, the famous scene with the elephant. Uh, Cutie? That was, Is that the name of the elephant? Uh, Princess Princess Elephant or something like that. Or Queen Elephant. Because well, that was one of the things I was like, oh, I hope they talk about that in the interview. I got to oh know God. what it is. He did not mention it, but I found a uh, Push Square article where they talked about it. And he, he was pointing out, and I think it's it totally Cutie makes sense. Cutie the elephant. Wow. Cutie the elephant. Cutie. I own it. That one of the things he wanted to kind of point out, and it kind of goes through with all the mechanics, where all the mechanics and events are really kind of teaching you about the relationship. Then a big thing about them, which ties into what the ending is, is they've really come become about themselves. Mm-hmm. That they are so egotistical and they're only focusing on themselves as, as opposed to Rose, that they're literally massacring oh, look what we're, we're having to do to ourselves to make our daughter cry. It's like just the concept of it. And 
plot point, you know, they You're need the tears. You're not even thinking to... about the kids, basically. Exactly. And that was the point he was trying to make with it, that they're, they're not even thinking about their daughter. It's just always about them. Right. Yeah. And as of then, they kind of realize that as when it kind of gets to the ending that they don't really end it off with, Oh, we're in love with together again. But they, they've come to a point where they realize that this family unit is important and they're going mm-hmm. to make it work. And I really appreciated the last two sequences where it's kind of them kind of rediscovering their contentment. So for Cody, it was the, the gardening sequence. Mm-hmm. And then for May, it was the music sequence where it made the point, at least the way I interpreted that was, you know, in relationships, when you think about ideally at the end of the day, we're mm-hmm. happy that if you're trying to, you're sad and the only way you're, you know, you're not happy, but you get the happiness from your spouse. That's kind of a slippery slope. Yeah. Where Cause you, you also to, have, to, yeah. Yeah. It's like in order to tr- be able to love somebody else, you have to be able to love yourself. It's like, it's yeah, like you have to still have to have your in- individuality. Right. Like, and, and once they got that contentment of like, they're happy with who they are as people, then making that relationship work seemed much more feasible and doable to help Rose, you know, mm-hmm. have a a normal childhood and hopefully, you know, mm-hmm. you know, be spared the the trauma of a divorce in the family. Um, so I just thought that was just a really mature and interesting direction to take it as opposed to doing the, the, the kind of cheaper thing where, you know, especially for the two, for the couple who's older and they're clearly, you know, as we as we know, we're all married men. As time passes, it's it's not like the beginning of a relationship. You you know, there's a a plateauing. It's that there's work just, involved. There's that, work. There, there there's this unassigned work that you don't know about until you're doing it, and you're like, what's happening? Oh oh, yeah. This is this the is work that everyone talks about, and and that's they're going through that work for sure. They're on the tail end of it. It sounds like, but yeah, yeah. So like, I just really appreciate that's what was the ending beat and note to it. Um, so I guess it did. You kind of felt the same way that you yeah, liked that approach to it. It was inconclusive at the end too. Like, you know, they weren't necessarily holding hands. They were holding, it was about her, the daughter. Mm-hmm. And I exactly. liked, I liked that it was a little more, I don't want to say realistic because they just stopped being clay dolls of themselves, but it was more open-ended. Like, are they going to last? Maybe they gained a month? perspective. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. They gained perspective. Exactly. And, and they still might have their reservations because they, you know, now they're back on the outside world. What did they really yeah. learn? We don't really find out how much they've actually progressed as people. We find out that they made it out of that insane scenario together. We won't find out until it takes three. It t- ah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a polygamous relationship. <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, they, the daughter's a playable character. Oh, I don't know. Now it's, oh and well, that I, takes three to make a family work. Yeah. Not four. Three Only to make three. The <laughs> one cat's got to work. At yeah. least three. <laughs> um, one other thing I wanted to kind of bring up was the difficulty in the game. Oh, yeah. So, it was present. It I think up. there was a. Usually, when we think about co op games, I think the, the initial default thought is. Oh, you could. This is. It's like you know. You always see those threats. It's like, oh, what's a a game I can play with my uh, significant other who's not a gamer? I'll leave no. it then. Yeah. And this is such a co-op centric game. It's like the temptation for it. But no, like you were saying, no. Dan, we it showed is up. Not we had a play. That type of game. Yeah. I was I was in gamer pose for most of the time, and that boss against Moon Moon, that fight was ridiculous. We were both very responsible for that fight. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. So do you think that was a better approach to take as opposed to something that would maybe be a little bit more accessible that, sure. okay, it's easier to recruit somebody like I live with. I think with so. Them. I think, I think, I think, I think I liked that approach. I just, it, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it because it might shun some gamers who, for example, I'm playing Luigi's Mansion with Emery right now and he plays Luigi or he plays Gooigi and Gooigi, Gooigi. doesn't die. So he's right. clearly the one for your younger sibling or your younger cousin or your friend who isn't good at video games to play. Um, I'm playing as Gooigi because I'm trash at video games. And um, <laughs> I ain't said it. That's not, that's not here, you know? And I liked that we were both, as people who play games most of the time, challenged. Uh, you know, I mean, I, and it probably isn't impossible for someone who is more casual, but... <laughs> but the checkpoints are fair enough too so it's like yeah the challenge is there but there's also like a fairness and you try again and like the i from what i saw like because you only lose when both of you lose right like one of you could really carry mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. necessary even if but see but then when you're talking dying. about the puzzles though like yeah. if you're not good at those things it's like that's, that's hard just to being kind of mechanically gifted enough to actually do the puzzle yeah right the, the right puzzles, like it's it was not the like, fight that got me it's not sure. like it doesn't they're not usually very timing oriented i mean actually there's some platforming that required a lot of time that b fight was kind of tough um not as tough as moon baboon um and i liked that fight a lot i keep talking about it mainly because it also asked two very different things of us like we not only both had to be present but i think one of us was jumping over laser beams and the other one had to navigate a uh spaceship for the first time mm-hmm. to find the eject button and they know that during this sequence you and i are going to be like go faster i'm gonna i'm dying out here I'm, tr- I'm trying to find where i gotta go it's impossible to navigate like mm-hmm. that argument is part of it and yeah. i and i it was to me i just i'm sure i'm overthinking it but i just liked that mm-hmm. they sort of built our we had to rely on each other communication wise to play this game like we couldn't right. not talk you know so yeah and i think that plays a role in especially again with the with the the story right. of this game is where it mm-hmm. is a couple trying to work through their things like you know like I, and i was actually as we were playing i don't think i mentioned but i was like I'm thinking of dave and like dave plays with his daughters and like so like this is not really a game he could do that with because no jen and i could handle it yeah yeah like yes. she could have and but see at the same time like i, I think it needed somebody with that kind of skill level for this as opposed mm-hmm. to, oh, this is someone I can get a casual in mm-hmm. to play with me. Yeah. Because, again, it serves that story where you need that cooperation where it feels like both people really have to hold their weight. Like, I yeah. remember when Sackboy's Big Adventure came out, I tried playing that with Molly, and it was fine, but she, she's not good at video games and navigating a 3D space. Not that she can't do it, but she's not as good as me. So it constantly turned into where there was a difficult sequence... She, I'd get through it, and she kept dying, and then it would just, you know, we keep progressing because I got through it. The experience would fall flat because there yeah. was yeah. this expected skill level that. Oh, so that's just like, no fun. Yeah, right. no yeah. Fun. like especially if you you're not developing the skill to actually clear it yourself, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. So yeah, because also just, the game keeps getting harder right. and harder. So yeah. even if you're getting better, yeah. not to yeah. keep bringing up how great Nintendo is, but I've been playing New Super Mario Bros. U with Annie and Michelle. And Annie's got enough Mario. Isn't that chops. Super Divorce Bros? What was that? Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, it is. But they added a Toadette character who turns into Peach, who has like floaty powers. So she's like platforming on easy mode, and it even says easier 
and mm. like so like you got the four main characters and then you got easier to it and easiest is this purple dude uh mm. nabbit or whatever um purple man yeah yeah and so she's now she's like been playing it enough as toadette where she's like oh i, I think i could try luigi or toad like you know a regular character and I, it's good to see that that was like you know the training wheels are ready to come off the skill has now risen and you know that it's good mm. to see that in other games it's not present in it takes two yeah but yeah well let, let's let's put a bow on this so uh very highly regarded. What's the open critic score? 89. Nice. Which, until today, as we're recording this, uh, Forza Horizon 4 has come out, which now has the highest score of the year. This was tied for the highest open critic score of all video games that have come out this year. Wow. Only, I think, three games have come out and gotten 89. Good for them. Um, too high, too low, just about right. Just about right. I'm, I'm going to bow out of this one because I didn't play it. I guess that's typical. Because right, yeah. just yeah. visually, I would have said too high, but like, but I'm not. I didn't play the game. I didn't yeah. feel the mechanics. I didn't. Right. You know. I, I really really like this game, but even so, like maybe and I and I always have this this kind of like second and third guessing with it because okay, it's the, the highest rated game of the year. It was like it can't be, can't. But this game can't be. Why not? Uh, but I, I don't see that at the same time. What like, could, why not? What, yeah. What other game that you've played this year? I can't. I, don't, I can't. Don't oh. focus on whether or not it should be the highest game. I said that's what that's why I was on the score that yeah. it should have. I so my gut said no, that's too high. But now that I really think about it, it's like it's always comes down to that conversation of this is what the game wants to do and does it do that well? It's like well, mm. you know, it's trying to do these things, but it doesn't pull them off. No, this game wanted to be a co-op game. Mm-hmm. It wanted mm. to put two players in a scenario that is going to really challenge their skills and force them to work together. And tell a, comp- a complex story. It checked all those boxes. So why wouldn't it be an 89? So I guess I would yeah. say just about right. You know what I'll, it is? I'll, I'll settle on that. If done incorrectly, this game could have been really bad. And I guess that's a been. really obvious statement. But I'm, what I'm actually saying is you said there it's trying to do a lot and it fails or succeeds. That's like so see, even like it risk doing with all those mechanics, right? It, yeah. It and it makes having me... that, that balance be lost. Right. And then I think of their last game. Um, a way out their first game with, right it's, it, they had um before this brothers? they had brothers a tale of two sons which i oh. love that game love it love it um i thought a way out was fine and i liked the se- sequences where we had to kind of work together but the story in that game really kind of fell flat like the characters i didn't find very likable um mm. and the writing wasn't great like i mm-hmm. thought this game on every single area was a step up and it just felt like such a like nice arc i would say for where the for the studio is going if they're really focused i remember there being a few references to to a way out in this game were there any references to brothers there was but off the top of my head because there's something trophy related i remember okay seeing something like that i think it was something with the spider you really if you wonder i was i wonder if it probably brothers of tales of sons isn't even on um ps4 or like this generation i hope so like that game is sneaky brilliant and that's why i think i really think joseph ferris with this game has as a creative head like when we think of like the names in the industry Mm. i'm i'm really impressed because i really liked how everything in this game works together and 
It is on Switch. That's Switch, a iOS, Xbox, Android, PlayStation. See, 3. maybe, and that has like a that has a sneaky like top five most brilliant moments in the game. I love the sneaky. Moments. I like the Mark's I love, have a sneaky because it's not awards. a game you think of like a, a, a defining indie game. But it ha- I think I've talked about this on the podcast. The Switch. I feel like this the game Switch was moment. most definitely a defining indie game. I feel like when it came out, people were like, "Whoa!" And then I had like a buddy at work who was talking to me about this game that like he was like, "Whoa." Like I've, uh, this game had an impact for sure. I didn't even know right. this was them. I really, I really didn't. Five oh five. Well, they were they were called a different. I think I forgot yeah, what the, there was their the studio games. No, that was that must have been the publisher. Publisher five oh five. Never mind. Disregard. Yeah, they. It was the same people who did it, but I think they had a different name. Anyway, um, it takes two was great, and you should play it if okay. you haven't played it. Go play it. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Yeah. So I, I think the score is fair. That's just to put that there. Bob. You know. Uh, there was one thing I forgot to bring up, and this isn't that deep of a cut, so I think I could do so. Did you realize during the game that the screens changed size? Our screens shifted. Oh, yeah, sometimes. I didn't notice that until I watched Dan and Aaron on Game Grumps play it, and I was very it's, Isn't that funny when you're actively playing? Because Dave probably noticed it because he's just watching the, it. The screens like... had different... I had more of the screens sometimes than you had more, depending on what was going on. Like, they yeah, had that... Cool. And to me, that was... I was like, oh... Wow, this is a smart yeah. video game. It's like those like Ocean's Eleven cuts. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and they're still doing something. Little window, we didn't really or, care. Or uh, right Cowboy Bebop. We'll see if they. Star Breeze Studios was what they used to be Star called. Star Breeze. like that makes sense. There you okay. go. Well, that's right. it. Boom. Final segment of the night. Say. A boom, as we say. But now this we is, have the big boom. This is the biggest of booms. The trivial tastemaker. Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, Luke. Your father was a trivial tastemaker. No! Current scoreboard. Interesting. Mark 2. Dave 1. Dan 2. Mark's tastemaker. So here's the scenario. Dave wins. Actually, if Dan wins, Dan Silver Monkey. That's right. Gets it. First Dave wins... First time in a couple seasons, Super Double Mega Overtime, which we will hopefully then not spend the next hour <laughs> trying to settle through. But we'll see. Now, this is a different type of taste record than we've ever done. It's very possible it will be not good, but we're, we're always trying new things. Mark, I got to tell you, that's machines. not a good You're not selfish. selling it. Not a yeah. good selling it? Well, no. well, here's what we're going to do. Um, so... I came across this website. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it called Neural Blender. Have never you heard, heard of this? Of oh, nope, okay. never heard of it. This is a. Is looking it up a, cheating? Uh, no. I mean, it's a very bare bones website. I it's think like, you should just let Mark intro it. I can intro it. <laughs> um, so it is an AI program that you type in a word or phrase or something, and what it does is scan the internet and then creates a piece of art based on what it finds. Um, it's a computer. You're going to so, show us art and then we're going to guess the terms that you use. What I decided to do now, there's like paid tier. So it's like, if you had the paid tier, it's better for some, or it's bigger. But what I decided to do is I typed in video games and I let the scan and it produced a piece of art based on the video game. And I'm going to show like you just these pieces like, of art. Just the title of a game. The title of the game. So and we're it's... gonna we're gonna guess what game you typed in. What is to, the game to gen- to that this, this 
what is the game that I put in to generate this image? I think this I is, broke it already. I used Pizza Ninja and it did not like me. This is a uh, oh, this is fill in the blank. This is not multiple choice. This is fill in the blank. I think okay. they're kind of obvious, but Wait, I also you're, you're know also what I typed. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. <laughs> Um, Mark's but, like, these answers are obvious. Why don't you just know them? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Why so, don't you know what I typed? <laughs> listener, for you, what we will do is we are Why don't you just to... tell me the name of the movie you want to see? <laughs> tell me the name you want to see. Um, listener, we're going to post these pictures on our Twitter. We'll pin it when the episode goes up. So, yeah, going to let them Giving the me work it. to do? Oh, there's I your gotta, audacity. Dan will do it. He'll Looks do so it. good. Um, so... We'll post them on there, so if you want to kind of wa- look at the pictures as we kind of go through it, or if you want to look at them afterwards as mm-hmm, like show this mm-hmm, chaos. Mm-hmm. So we're I'll gonna go... describe these things as best as I can. And we'll slide. Is this, <laughs> this just a person drawing? Are you sure? It is a. It it's is taking an a AI. While. Well, I haven't put it on yet. No, it mine. Isn't... Oh, yours. Yeah, but it does you... take a while because it's scanning the internet. <laughs> All right, so you guys could see my second screen. Is that correct? No. no we see your waveforms. There it is. Now we see first it. game. Yeah. What oh. game is this? Um, Wait, are we booping boop. or beeping? I guess so. Dave has beeped then. I, it's Bloodborne. It is Bloodborne. Oh. Dave gets some points. I should have maybe... I wasn't sure which screen it was going to pop on, so I was going to try to prepare that you were going. So yes, okay. based on this thing, that's Bloodborne. Dave has gets one. Boop. Yeah. Second game. Same idea. Boop. A boop. Dan. Is this Chrono Trigger? That is Chrono Trigger. Why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> now it is an AI. Little, it's like... a little more, but this is the. the... It's like a Salvador Dali thing. Yeah, I mean... it's very, very all over the place. But um, there's there's Robo in the top left. There's Robo. There's Chrono. What? You see Robo? There. I don't see him. <laughs> there's Frog. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this like... is the end of time. <laughs> yeah. Like very abstract. <laughs> all right. I feel weird that that worked. Two down. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine I'm more gonna, to go. I'm gonna have a nervous breakdown looking at it. That's the that's the clock thing on its side. Yeah. So it's like you can tell it's taking yeah, yeah. images. It's finding, but it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Next game. Mm-hmm. Boop. Oh, damn. Damn. Oh. Maybe not. I'm solar ash. Is that solar ash? <laughs> Dave, you're going to untest... It's, it's, it, you were close. It's Hyper Light Drifter. It is Hyper Light Drifter. It was one of the other. I saw the orange, <laughs> and I was like, maybe Solar what Ash. Yeah, so this feel like, got, I like the background. It's got a lot of the hues of Hyper Light Drifter. There's like hot pinks, and like the it's very boxy looking. Yeah, It is very boxy looking. Wow. Right, weird. Right? It's pretty weird. Next game. Ready? Boop. Dan. Skyrim? It is Skyrim. Mountains oh, came out well. I don't know what I don't know what that thing is in the front, but it's something. <laughs> it looks like it's a boar human. I think it's like um I see like the wheel from the, the It's town. the carriage yeah. from the from the beginning of the game mixed with some of the architecture yeah. of yeah. the um a of, the, of the area. Yeah, yeah. All right. Look at Four that games. weird tall shadowy individual <laughs> on top. All right. Weird. Next no, game. No dragon. No dragon. No dragon. We're currently tied 2-2. Next next game. Okay. I like this one. Oh, what is this? Boop. Dave. This is Outer Wilds. It is Outer Wilds. <gasps> oh, it is Outer Wilds. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yeah. I think it's cool. 
This is it's, so it's weird. Very, it's a I want to know interesting. What pizza it's almost like a Van Gogh. Like. <laughs> yeah, thing. it's got like the universe, yeah. and there's the tree yeah. from yeah. Like, the planet. All right, wow. Dave is up three two. Wow. Next one. Oh, oh, oh uh, boop. I don't remember Damn. the name of this game. Before I forget. No. Yeah. Okay. I think Good so. guess though. Um. Uh. Dave is thinking. This is definitely a pocket. Wait, wait a minute. What is that right there? Think about. I'm looking no, at. This I, will, I, will, I will give it a I'm looking at this orange thing. There. That's in the, on the left hand side, like, and then there's also like, architecture. I'll if I'll give Dave a guess and then I'll give a hint. If you can't get it. Oh man. I. You know what I thought it was at first, but it's not that. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, um, is it you Apple gotta... Game? Apple Game. Is oh. it Goa? No, it is not Gorgo. <laughs> okay. I'll give you guys now a hint. Um, think this picture was heavily in- inspired by the pause screen. By the pause screen. Oh, man. Is it is it the game that we played for the podcast, though, with the, with the, with the things that come to life in the, in the light or in the dark? Light in the dark. Games this is definitely a podcast game. With the with the bird with the bird people. Bird people. And the big thing. And like you go with you go with like I didn't the know answer's... this was in my I didn't I didn't know this was in my basement. I didn't know this was in my basement. What game oh. is this? <laughs> oh you know what? Where you, fi- go... you fix the light bulb and then you go downstairs? Uh, I'd like to wager a guess. Oh Creeks. I... No, it's not Creeks. Yeah. That I'm was... gonna guess that it's gone home. It's not gone home. Right. Really? We're, we're why gonna... is that gone home? This is there's so much white here. It'll all been like dark and purple. We're gonna call. Screen. We're gonna call. I'm like, this what, the, Dan? Can I just pause? Can I just can I put put? Pu- <laughs> no, the pause screen in Gone Home is a cassette. Um. Oh. The um. I want you to. I want oh. you to look at the dead center middle. What is that architecture you're seeing there? It almost looks like a. Like a, I I see what you're saying. I'm gonna call this a zero for both of you. Yeah, yeah, but what is this? I would this? think, it, I think this was a big hint up here. That oh, train. It's that game with the train, Bright Cove nope. Crossing, or whatever. It's this called. is what remains to be the Finch. Which one? Edith this Finch. is Edith Finch. Right. Because I think of when you see I the family tree with the paper. I would never figured this out. I'm with you, Dave. I don't, I don't, this one's abstract. This one, I this next this one is very abstract. Next one, I think is very easy. But we'll say. Ready? Game number seven. Boop. Dave. Um, Metroid Prime? Oh, it's Metroid. It's, okay. I think I put Super Metroid, but I'll give it to you. Metroid. What a fleshy photo. I know, right? I feel almost <laughs> as though this is not safe for work. It's a little, it's a little scandalous. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, my brain thought Metroid. The, yeah, the green Metroid. and orange there really emotes, evokes yeah, yeah. Samus Aran. Yeah. All right, so Dave right now, four to two. Is it Samus Aran or Samus Aran? I always, I always said, said Iran. Me too. I always said Iran. But I think it's right. worth worth discussing. It is. But right well, get Nintendo on the phone. <laughs> hey, Mr. Nintendo. Reggie. Nintendo. All right, I got four left. Dan, you're down by two. Thanks. Thank you for that. Does Reggie yeah. still work for them? No. No, he's retired. He's mega retired. He te- yeah, he's like he a like GameStop. All right, next game. Here we go. Boom. Investor. What? Um. Boop. Dan. Not observation. We're gonna guess observation though. You're guessing observation. Well, no, it's another game. 
Uh, can't poop if you don't have an answer. He's just yeah. bo- he's just trying to get in fast. He's trying to get uh, in well, fast. Because I, I don't want to give myself time to overthink it, which I'm now well, doing. Well, so. now you've clearly overthinked it, so I'm taking away your boot. Thanks for you that. You're not going to guess, so you can still guess. Though. Well. Mm. I would say look at the, the, the hill over here with these things on it. Yeah, but this thing? this is a big thing. If it's not exactly what it looks like, but it's something. Mark, you remember you see it all <laughs> from the perspective of somebody who. It's knows. a very very popular game. It's a very very popular game, guys. This it looks like a <laughs> it looks like a town. Okay, it does look like a town, doesn't it? And then in the in the background are these very spiky looking buildings. Up on mm. a mountain. So buildings. We got a lot, a lot of mm. houses and buildings. And then there is, um, in the very f- foreground, it looks like there's a, a, a rear view mirror, and that's what's really messing with me. Yeah, interesting. Oh. Rear view mirror. And I think town. I want a boop. Dan. It's Grand Theft Auto Five. It's Grand Theft Auto. There you go. That works. <laughs> I was the, like, if they, if they realize this is a rear view mirror, they give it away. And you said it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. I'm like, and there are palm trees. Uh-huh. And there's palm trees. Weird. There that's actually, this is close. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, Mark, like, what, is that the, what's the thing that you're pointing at then? What? The oh, here it's bu- no, it's no, no, buildings no, on the hills. No. Oh, the, this is the map. It's the little map in the corner fair, of the city. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, clearly blurred and nonsensical all right we got three left dan you're down by one okay boop. oh a uh, boop dave this is um oxen free this is the most oxen free that oxen free that's like almost oxen free fan art at that point <laughs> <laughs> this is very close this it's oxen free but in, instead it's stick figures yeah, kinda. And then there's the triangle. And the triangle is a, a, a is a more instead of an isosceles triangle, we got like a an equilateral triangle. You guys basically. got me good on this one. I and think, am I out of the running now? Nope, Dan, you have two left. You're down two, so you have to you have to get both of these. Or we spend the next three hours <clears throat> podcasting. Or we spend the most hours podcasting. All right, here we go. Next mm. one. Boop. This one. This one's mad. Uh, yes, <laughs> is this Sonic the Hedgehog? No. Good. Um, this b- boop. This is uh, Smash Brothers. It is. It, it, There's it is Fox Smash the Cloud's Brothers. weird snoot. What is Very going nice on thing. in my brain? I can't. Is that Sakurai I know. himself? It's just, I don't There's know Samus what it is. again. You see Samus? <laughs> <laughs> She's right there. Uh, no, a little left. That's got to be Samus, right? It's something. I think you were pointing at Banjo-Kazooie, who, by the way, is in this game. I don't know what Green Running Man is. Green, Green Running, Running Man. Man. Oh, it's yeah. Link. Oh. We need to stop looking at these. These are breaking <laughs> right. our brains. This should not last be becoming one, inter- like last one for for s's and giggles. Red, oh, it's bit, boop. It's Red Dead Redemption. Come on, yeah. cowboys, baby. So it has happened, Dave. You have won the taste maker, which means super double mega overtime. It's happening. And as we uh, I, I, customarily it's my do, competitive. I don't we, even want to do the overtime. I just like, <laughs> I'm just too competitive. I just, you know. Well, oh, let's, oh wait, oh. I got a result. Oh my god! What? I want to share my screen and show you Pizza Ninja. Oh, Pizza Ninja. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> show me Pizza. You're gonna Ninja. have to save that image so that we can gonna... add it to the tw- the Twitter. Ah, Pizza Ninja. <laughs> it's Pizza Ninja, right? I, I don't. I don't see Pizza Ninja. Hold on. Do you not see it? I have to, click, it, the, I have to, or I have to mean... click it. Oh, okay. 
Okay, that is Pizza Ninja. That is the most Pizza Ninja <laughs> I've ever so seen. so weird. Okay. That's pretty great. Thanks okay. for, thank you for indulging me. Um, All right, so sharing. I'll be... Um, I'll be... Well, let's... To, for the interest of time, I will keep the... I'll have the timer ready. Or the stopwatch, I should say. Okay, stopwatch. Wait, let me just make sure I'm doing it. No, it's not that. How do I... Uh, oh, I do timer. We'll give ourselves... We'll start same, off with... Same oh, yeah, thing so, as always, concentration. Yeah, so uh, listeners, if this is your first Super Double Mega Overtime, you're in for some. Uh, so uh, what we will do is go around the horn and someone says a game. Um, then the next person has to say a game that starts with the letter that the last game ends with. And we and keep going around and around. We are not repeating games in a series. Nope. Yes. So if you get uh, right. Mario, all Mario games are now officially All taken. three well, of the Mario games. All Mario games. games, or is it... Like, is Mario Tennis still allowed? Yes. All, then... all Mario games, it's all the same. The though. IP is exhausted if you... But Smash Brothers, although he's in that, different IP. That's allowable. Okay. Because then it's like, oh, I said Sonic. I can't say Smash Brothers now because the, it's the crossover. Yeah. All right, so 30 seconds. Let me just make sure. Um, how do we do it with, like, an easy reset? I think I'm ready to start playing Yakuza. Like, Yakuza series. I mean, it's, you know. It's I just, just so want to be in anyway, a city Shh. game world. Let's go uh, R-Sync order. So it'll be me. Uh, is mm-hmm. it me, Dave, Mark, Dan. Dave, Dan. Mark, Dave, Dan. I go last. Um, 30 Rever- seconds each. After few, yes, 30 seconds each. And after a few rounds, I'll, I'll bump it down to 20 seconds each. And then we go. All right, ready? Oh, that won't be necessary. That won't be necessary. All right. So we'll start with It Takes Two as the game, okay. I guess. So, uh, oh, oxen free. Eternal Champions. Sonic the Hedgehog. G. Gauntlet Legends. S again. Super Mario. <laughs> Alright, it's gone. Overboard. Ooh, Exclamation nice. point. So, <laughs> so it's a D. D. It's D. <laughs> um, oh my god, why can't I think of any... Uh, oh my god, why can't I think of a D game? <laughs> you serious? Uh, I'm freezing. Gonna, gonna beat you up. I have 14 seconds. Um, <laughs> Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> Thank Eight you. seconds left. Dave was like cousin, not a clone. <laughs> Got it. Uh, uh, Warriors ends in S. You um, keep getting stuck with that letter. Super Metroid. D again. Oh. Um, dead or alive. Nice. E. e. I don't even own that game. Um. East Eastward. Destiny. Ooh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've done this to me before. Oh, no. Um, yeah, come on. Why? But, hold on. <laughs> you, you, 15 why? seconds. Yeah. Because I gotta. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Five seconds. Don't look at the games. I'm not. They're not even over there. I don't. Mugs can make me feel. Time's up. What was it? Yakuza. You just oh, said I it. just talked about Yakuza. <laughs> All right, Dave. I'm bumping us down to 25. So seconds. you you're using Yakuza, right? Because you just oh, said. Oh, I guess so. Yakuza. Yeah. yeah. Go. Uh, and then A. To my own brain. Um, Avengers. Uh, S. Um, Samurai Showdown. N Ninja Gaiden. Oh. Gaiden. Back with the N. Um, 
Nights. Um, is the the full title? The full is title is Nights oh. into Dreams. Nights into Dreams. Excuse me. Nights okay. colon oh. into Dreams. Mark. Uh, reset the timer. As as um. Uh, Street Fighter. R. Um, Red Dead Redemption. It's not a real video N. game. Um. N. That's mm, that's different. That's a. Uh, <laughs> Neverwinter Nights. Nice. S. Uh, S. Superman. Superman N again. Okay. Um. Oh no. Mm. Ten seconds. Oh, Mark. I got nothing. Nothing. Something. What's about to happen? <laughs> yeah. Um. Time. Yeah. All right. Wait. I do I have to? No. Do, should I do and in? Yeah. Do I have to? Uh, yeah. Or else we have to start yeah. over. Go ahead, Mark. Shh. No oh one lives forever. What? <laughs> it's, it's not a the movie. Like Where no one lives forever. No. Is that a game? Uh, no more heroes. There you go. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. monkey for Mark. It. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can. I can't think. You get stuck. You get stuck on a word in your head mentally, like yes. Like, like, like I was like, I was like naked. I was like, I can't think of a game that starts with naked. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking dark. I was like a dark game. What's dark? Dark something. Uh, no, I will take. Many. I will yeah, take my ones. monkey. I have never won one of these. I always yeah, freeze yeah, up. Right? I'm mm -hmm. so proud. Thank I think you. Dan's <laughs> won them most of the time, and I won. Dan is usually time. very good at these, yes, but yeah. not, today, not tonight. Tonight it was for the mocks. Mark tonight I gave you a win. Of a monkey, and this concludes the season twenty twenty two. I think some something like that. Hi, we're in the twenties now. At this we're point. up. Mm. We're up there. Um, so we have a fresh slate of games set for next mm -hmm. season. Um, I have chosen Toem, and mm. what's my other game? I am dead. <laughs> I'm not over that game's name. Uh, Dave has Overboard and... Carto. Carto. And Dan has picked Inscription mm. and Eastward. That's right. So I'm glad Two of my favorite right picks for a long time. Well, there we go. We'll, we'll see if they live up to mm. expectations. Um, but it says Dave boots up the machine. Dave, the first game of next season is... It's Toem. It's Toem for a new game. Toma for new game. It's a um, Pokemon Snap game. Kind of Pokemon Snap. That's so it is a a photography puzzle game mm -hmm. where you're going from area to area and looking for photos that you take of specific things to advance to the next area in search of the wonderful Toa. Um, I have a lot of thoughts on it, and I look forward to seeing what you guys think of it. A listener, if it strikes your fancy... Uh, pick it up and then you can play it and then listen in on the next episode when we talk about it. But that will be for next time. Until then, mm -hmm. uh, thanks for listening to the Dice for Machines Game Club podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know. Hey, you're doing okay over there with your podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, it's good. Five Tell stars, your friends. Bump. Tell your family. This podcast is alright. It's alright. You want to hear some people talk things, about some video games? Go to the Dice Machine podcast on Anchor FM and anyway you can hear podcasts. That's the way you gotta say it too in that accent. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but 
Also, if you wanted to check out the pictures that uh, we talked about for the taste maker, they'll be on our Twitter at dino underscore machines. And then you can tweet at us about your guesses and how they're nonsense. Uh, we're at us individually. I'm at macro Craig. I'm at zombie underscore pirate. And I am at Dano Mac. And thanks again, listener, for tuning in. And we will see you next time when we talk about the Toem. It's a triangle thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodbye. Bye. It's not a triangle thing. It's, it's, a like, a, it's like a diamond thing. <laughs> <laughs>